Welcome, Anime Lily fans. How you guys doing? It's myself, Legendy Vash. And right here, my co-host, Kendo. And down below is Scuba Steve. And he doesn't have his social security up on his handle, but that is the 1428. Right, Steve? <laughs> Not my social security, man. It's my kid's birthday. <laughs> I know, I know. I just like always to poke fun of it because it's always funny when you say your handle. I'll be like... Those four last, those four last digits. It just rings like the four last socials. But you know, <laughs> I had to do it because, like, when I was doing my um my gamer tag on Xbox, it was like there's already a Scuba Steve, and I was like, no shit. And I, really? wow, there's a Scuba Steve like, out there. Steve. Of course. So I was like, all right, let me just try Scuba Steve one, and I was like, oh, that didn't work, of course. And then I tried fourteen, and that didn't work. And then I actually did one four two, and that shit didn't. Wow, so there's a there's 142 scuba Steve, 143 scuba Steves out there at, at bare minimum. Yeah, wow. Um, that that brings me back memories when I used to do. You know, remember the um the old version of Twitter it used to be AIM and MySpace back in the day when you used to have all those different handles. Mm-hmm. I used to have like six different handles. I had one that was the sexy Colombiano King Rabbit. Um, I had like really really a lot of different names and with weird numbers because like steve said there were a lot which is just shocking to hear there is a scuba steve which makes sense it kind of flows off the tongue so it makes sense i mean everybody's seen big daddy at least once or twice so you know that's where the name comes from everybody loves big daddy i did not know that you never seen big daddy i've seen big daddy the origin story we never knew the origin story yeah (laughs) i i I did not know the origin story of the name. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just oh. really, I seen Big Daddy, and then all the kids were calling me Scuba Steve just because of the movie, so it just stuck. And here we are. <laughs> huh. But other than that, we hear the Anime Podcast, um, episode 127 on a Wednesday night. And uh, to give the quick announcement for those that don't know or were unaware or, don't, or did not watch the C4's Villains episode where we gave the announcement or check the Twitter side as well, the anime podcast will be moving forward starting today to Wednesday night at 9 p.m. ST official start time. Today, we start at 9.45 or 9.50. Uh, you know, um, internet issues and, you know, new setup stuff. So I had to configure a lot of stuff going on. It took longer than expected. But hey, we're here starting the show. But from here on forward, we're starting at 9 p.m. EST official, just like the C4's Villain show, 9 p.m. EST on Fridays. So you should de- definitely check that out because we're reviewing Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness. Myself, Steve, and Abe, and other people that might attend, who knows? But it's pretty exciting for that being the case of, um, of the Emmy podcast. And we have the official panelists, myself, Sam, when he comes back, is maybe at end of may no promises on that kendall and james those are the four official panelists for the anime podcast show uh for the shonen ronin show is myself sam and uh kenny as well with future um pop-ups of abe spicy and ray so it's much more future organization of the anime channel and future change-ups that will be coming down the line more reactions and review coming down the line more organized as well since um if people didn't hear i got my job so more stable hours so i'm very proud of that i work in the special effects department in the world of the entertainment industry so 
it's pretty exciting to have a stable hours of job and still come home to do my own content and job uh, with what I love to do. So that's pretty exciting. Um, Kendall, would you want to add anything, thoughts, feedback? Well, I do the Twitter side because I forgot to tweet yeah. the way live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. So um, once again, welcome everybody. Um, yeah, so just as far as like uh, everything, well, first of all, shout out to Sam. Um, just sending all the love, fierce good vibes towards Sam as you continue to navigate the rest of the, the month and semester rooting for you. Yes, um, and as far as just like uh, everything that Pat said, like, yeah, we're definitely um, we're definitely trying to improve the system, improve the flow. You'll, you'll probably notice a couple different structure changes in this episode and future episodes that we do as we're trying to, we're trying to step it up for y'all. You know, we, y'all, we appreciate y'all that come out and, and support. Uh, shout out to my bro Taiji sliding in the chat right there, um, and and we want to we want to create higher tier content um, for you because you know yep. we also we also want to be, get paid for the content that we do so we can't we can't stay in the same place we got to definitely work on improving and getting better um, and that's something that the team has has been speaking about from before they were bringing me on so I'm happy to be a part of that process I'm happy to be here. Um, and then, of course, uh, before I hand it off to Steve, you know, shout out to Steve, you know, the the, the unofficial official also member of the, <laughs> the the hosting crew. Hey, man, whenever whenever y'all need me, just let me know if y'all, you know, if y'all short, just let me know and I'll I'll make it happen. You know, <laughs> so nah, man, we appreciate you. Yeah, I've always been in the you know, I've always been in the comment section waiting, watching, you know, what I'm saying just trying to be supportive and everything like that. So I, you guys peeped me and y'all were like hey you you want to join us and I was like hell yeah so I was <laughs> I was just like uh, rewarded for that so shit whenever that's you guys I feel want too bro that's how I feel I was like I was just here to be a fan but now I'm a part of it my mom made it <laughs> for real man how about say boy can you've been a part of the team on the side since day one and then like we did actually but like most people you know it's all in due time it was bound to happen look what happened Months later, years later, it did happen. So, you know, all that all that grinding in the comment section paid off. I'm here now. <laughs> so this week, uh, Moon Knight finale. How did you like it, bro? I still ain't watched the finale. What? I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck right on the episode before, man. No, but it's, it's so good. Um, I'm really glad I waited so I could binge everything. Um, unfortunately, the end of last week got really busy because I had um, a couple of different things going on at the end of last week. Um, and then I had to drive to um, Augusta, Georgia, actually, for uh, this coaching thing. Um, so I guess other shameless plug while we hear killing time is that I am pursuing voice acting. Um, and I went out to a workshop and uh, I did that this weekend. So there was just kind of a, like a lot of things that tied up my weekend a lot more than I expected. Um, but yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Um, I actually went to I went to put it on earlier and I just had this weird moment where I went from I'm going to do this and I had like a structure and plan for like the rest of my afternoon and then time just passed and I didn't know I don't know where I was like I, I just kind of like super zoned out and time just kind of went away but I'm probably going to end up watching it uh, tomorrow um, once I get off from work and what I can say is I'm very proud of Marvel, and I keep saying this, continuing to give the various 
directors and producers the opportunity and the freedom to do their best at showcasing things. And it's, it's always good. I feel like you can tell when somebody cares about the series that they're producing. And Fact. I'm starting to feel that with each and every series that we're getting, um, we're seeing more and more original, or, you know, more of the personalities of the actors coming forward, especially some that we've already known. And then even the ones that we don't know, um, just kind of seeing how they can come into the screen and seeing how other people can tell those stories. Um, and I feel like I've been saying this pretty much from back in Civil War and Black Panther and, you know, um, Spider-Man when they were first coming out, seeing those unique takes and seeing it executed at a, at a quality level. I'm not going to say the highest level because sometimes I'll be watching Marvel a little side eye, but <laughs> they, they do they do still um, put quality behind it nonetheless. Yeah, but tweet is out though. Just saying. So for those that have Twitter out there, um, go retweet that shit, like that shit, share it to your grandma, share it to your cousin, share it to your grandfather, so he could pass down to his, um, what was that old things back in the day, twenty years ago, pagers to the pagers, not the pagers, the pagers and the two ways and everything else, huh? <laughs> I mean, beat me if you want to reach me. No, no, no. Oh my God, Kim Possible, man. That's the. I think I think I saw a tweet about that like a couple weeks ago, saying that Kim Possible is is the same like the Batman or something like that. I saw a couple weeks ago. I yeah. was like, bro, people are out of line. He got the same powers. There's been a lot of um Kim Possible comparisons recently on on the socials. I don't know what that's about, <laughs> bro. I don't understand the like. People just love really slandering Batman. It's like. Plan is really like a, a very formidable martial arts person, and Kim Possible never showed that she did martial arts. She was like a cheerleader. It's no, like, she's, no. she's she's trained. She's a trained combatant. Yeah, but I mean, the, but, the League of Assassins. <laughs> but I just want to keep a tight ship with the announcement aspect before we continue with what we've been watching and narrative. So, just to wrap up the whole idea with Enemy Podcast. Movie to Wednesday, we have our main panelists. Additionally, I want to say Shonen Ronin has been slotted to 1 p.m. EST starting time from now on. And like I said, we have our panelists, myself, Sam and Kenny, and, and the people and the people will be rotated and coming in. But additionally, that um so sometime this week or soon, we will have like an official rundown of what series we will be discussing every single week on Shonen Ronin as well. So we are having more organization and fans, audience, for those that watch, if you also want to have your input of what you want us to discuss so we could give you a conversation, convo, a topic, those are always greatly appreciated. Comment down below, hit us in the DM on Twitter. You can also find all the links of us and the panelists and the team down below in the comment section, Um, sorry, in the description down below. And where you can find us, well, like, subscribe if you're new to the channel and you were entertained by us. So with that, uh, with uh, uh, with that being the case, mm-hmm. and out, let's move on to what we've been watching, what we've been reading, what we've been playing, anything involving in the world of entertainment. So, like you said, Moon Knight, um, it's been great. I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we're gonna be discussing about it on Friday, but this whole Twitter timeline about Doctor Strange, um, being so fucking diverse is fucking wild. Like I really don't understand. So it's just pretty. It's pretty interesting to see how diverse this film is being right now, currently. But it's been very um, entertaining. 
um, seeing how people are trying to break down this film, but it's been a fun ride watching it happen on the timeline because it's just very good comedy while you're on while you're on lunch break and you see people like you check the hashtag. That's the most interesting aspect because everyone has a different perspective of the film, and that's the most interesting aspect for me. Yeah, I, it's kind of crazy that it's like discourse going back and forth um, and up and down on whether or not this was a good movie or not. I'm like, I thought it was like unanimous that this was a, a great movie. And it's actually surprising that some people was all like, oh, it let me down in these kind of parts and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that was crazy. But I mean, <laughs> it's all, it's all, you know, it's all based off of your own feelings and everything. So, you know, it's it's subjective. People people have their own thoughts and feelings on it. But I, I thought this movie was really, really good. So it's actually it's crazy to me to hear some people weren't excited about it and didn't really love this movie. Yeah, I felt I felt like it was just a question of how good is the movie. I feel yeah. like it's it's like, you know, it, like I told people off rip by it's 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 one of the top movies. It's in the upper half of the movie chain. I personally feel like it's it's uh, a lot higher than I think some people give it credit for. But I, I think, um, like I said, I say that subjectively when I do say, I think that the feelings that I that got invoked and the enjoyment and level that I got invoked from it was on the level of um, uh, Infinity Wars, you know, for it, just to pick one of the top three as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that it was of, of that caliber. Um, and again, the thing is that we've had so many quality movies, um, No Way Home, Shang-Chi, all of those were really good movies for me. I had really good feelings walking out of those movies. Some of them I've watched more than three times in theaters. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I, I really I really do um, feel like it was just a matter of appreciation. But like we talked about, because all you, you all were in that space, um, we talked about the fact that sometimes we get into that, that, um, that headspace of the things that we want, the things that we kind of would like to see in a series. And that's, that's good. I think that's actually a testament to the content and how good the content is created. But I think we also always have to be able to take a step back and be like, well, I enjoyed it for these reasons. I would have liked to see these reasons, but then also acknowledge that what you're saying is really just your expression of what your wants and your desires are, and then be okay with that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always going to be okay with a, Hey, you know, we're talking about this and I feel like this could have been this way. And I'll, I'll talk to you about how you feel about something. But then when you try to, I think um, sometimes people, and I, you know, people like to be edgy on the internet. People want to get echo chambers and they want to say that edgy thing to see how many other people are going to like as well. And it's just like, dude, just, just say how you feel about it. If you, if you enjoyed it, you enjoyed it. If there's things you want to criticize, criticize it. But um, like I said, for me, there, there wasn't too much. There wasn't really too much to criticize in this movie comparatively um to any movie that i watch and I, I again i think that's a testament to marvel doing a better job um with with just the overall quality of these movies especially um dr strange kind of stepping into his own right as one of like the household um individual series of the the this you know um phases as we continue to go through so yeah because i'm thinking who like so we know iron man captain america and thor were pretty much like the the faces of um the first um three phases of marvel so of these phases of this phase who who are we going to have as the face i think in dr strange is one of them but who are the other two we still have to see the full vision of and plus pun intended i guess (laughs) 
with what's going to be happening in the next future of the Marvel Phase 4 because they they are building to something big. It could be Secret Wars. It could be to what they're doing with Kang. But there's a whole conversation with what's possible to see with Captain Marvel, uh, um, S.H.I.E.L.D., a.k.a. S.W.O.R.D. So it's just really curious to know what's going to be happening with the future of Marvel because we also have the new Captain America as well. So it's very possible with any t- with 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 any type of avenue that they could go because they're doing a lot of street level stuff, a lot of a lot of cosmic stuff. So it, it really depends if they're branching out to each have their own type of um, team up or they're trying to branch out to have something big. So it really depends on what Kevin is doing with this. I don't see the full vision yet, but it's because I'm not inside the boardroom, but it really depends on what he has planned out. Well, I, was, I know Doctor Strange is one. I was thinking maybe Captain Marvel as two, but then the third one, because I mean, we know Spider-Man is the most popular, but is he ready to be that face of the Avengers, which I don't think so yet. No, I, I think I think No Way Home kind of points that it, it actually, I think the way No Way Home ultimately ends points to the fact of Spider-Man not being directly a part of that specific direction that the rest of the Avengers essentially is heading towards. Mm. Um, I definitely am also like, is it Captain Marvel? But we haven't gotten that confirmation yet. So I'm guessing when, when we see that second movie, that'll be the confirmation of how pivotal a role um, Captain Marvel will play. I would like for it to be Captain Marvel. Um, personally speaking, I would like to get more on Captain Marvel. Um, we we know we got the tour series coming out. Um, so I, I think I think what's gonna happen is um it's time to start setting up for the generation that comes after. And I'm what I'm really thinking is I think it's Shuri, guys. I think the third person is Shuri. It really depends on what happens with, with the movie of Black Panther as mm-hmm. well and everything. So it really depends on what on what could be next, because we don't know with with the whole Black Panther with what happened with what happened Chadwick with Shuri, um, with what happened with what's gonna happen with the next Iron Man. So many things could be possible with. Yep, still got Ant Man as well. You know. Yeah. I, I and in my head, it's also like I'm thinking about Young Avengers. So I'm also looking at it from the standpoint of like, okay, who's actually? I'm thinking who's going to train the leaders of the next generation. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. So I think, again, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, possibly Shuri, on the yep. direction that they decided to take Black Panther um, to. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, to continue the route with television, uh, what I did check out recently is continue how I met your mother. I'm still continuing season one. I'm trying to wrap, I'm trying to wrap season one so I could continue seeing season two and three and so on um it's still fun it's still enjoyable i feel like it gets better with the comedy aspect um i feel like um um the jokes over the years gets uh not stale it just it doesn't hit but what i've been in the mood for what i did watch recently is rush hour rush hour the first one with jackie chan and chris tucker still hits mm-hmm. still entertaining uh me and my girl was watching it. We had a lot of fun. It was entertaining overall. I had mm-hmm. a good time while watching the first rush hour. Okay. I think you'll enjoy how I met your mother, bro. Stick to it. 
they they do a lot of setup episodes like episodes that you're watching they're going to be setups for later seasons and things like that because they do a lot of callbacks and oh, things yeah. like that for the season so i think i think you will like how much mother bro stick with it yo but just crazy it's crazy to believe the kids that play how um ted's kids in the future yo they had the easiest paychecks like they literally came every season <laughs> probably like seven times throughout those episodes and they literally got paid good money just to be the future kids and they just literally grew up over the years yeah. like that's just insane like you you literally got paid just to be the future kids of ted like that's an easy ass job like hey you look like a some type of fusion of him in the future let's have you play these kids like that's literally you got paid for yeah they got paid and they got paid good money like you said and I I would say that they probably did those scenes like in one in one thing. So like they do the season and they probably did that in one shot. Yeah. In one like sitting. They probably they probably did it within the week because they already probably have the script ready for the year. Mm-hmm. If they probably did that. And if that's the case, it makes sense. You know, change clothes. Hey guys, um, let's change set, let's add some coffee cups here. And then, you know, film this because this is going to be in uh, episode 20, season one, scene 13. So that could probably be the case because that is possible because they have done that before. But they got the most easiest job in that show. They literally just get paid to sit. They literally didn't have to do nothing. All they literally had to do is sit, move the hand, look back, react like, oh, my God, what that? You did this? What? That's it. I take a few, took a few little lines, but not very many lines, bro. Like, and they, and they, they're, I think they're wearing the same outfit each season, right? I don't know if you've seen it, um, Kendall, but in each season, they're wearing the same outfit because it's like, at, like on the, one of the last episodes or something like that, they was like, I feel like you've been telling this story for like years. And it's, it's because they're just making a joke about it. And he's like, I'm almost done. But yeah, I think like it's supposed to be like he's telling his story in one sitting. So they're wearing the same outfit in each season, which is funny. I get it because I would tell my kids too, like, hey, kids, this is how I met your mom. I'm not going to wait like 20, like 10 years to explain the full story. I'm going to just say, hey, so I met your mom at work. It took six months to date. That's it. Oh, man, make them work for it. Yeah. (laughs) I've um I've not watched it sequentially, but it is one of those um like I said that's not my my cup of tea as far as shows are concerned. However, um I did watch a good bit of episodes at one point in time. It was very interesting, and yeah, it, it you definitely at least where I picked up, I can definitely see how um there was definitely a lot of like setup for different things. But I also think it was uh as much as it was comedy, it was actually very realistic. And like again, like out like Vasha said, like I'm not about to be like. Uh, and then I took her on date number two, and it was uh, January 3rd of 2020. And, they, you know, you're going, and then they're going to be little jokes and stuff in there. You know, you might want to go back to mom and find out what's the truth and stuff. And that's, I think that's like the, the, the fun of it all. I know for me, um, as far as TV series, um, one episode off to caught up on um, Young Justice. Ooh, um, nice. Young Justice cool. continues to be absolute. Gas. gas. Yo, Sam. <laughs> Absolute gas. I was talking um, to Sam about that because um Sam has I even though Sam's taking his social media breaking a podcast and everything, I've been still talking to him off air. And he mm-hmm. was talking about young justice because Orion this 
to do something yo, big. Do yo, something big. He, I, um, I no spoilers, but yeah, no, no. Yo. I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> but Sam was telling me, like, yo, bro, this happened. I don't want to say it, but you gotta watch it so I can discuss with you. I'm like, um, I will get there. Um, let me watch it this weekend. I will binge it for you so I could have a discussion with you. Because he no, just kept good. saying something about something big happened. There, so I'm like, there, in my head, I'm like, what big happened? So me asking, so I'm like, so did cool. Wally come back here? He's like, it's physically, so no. I'm like, cool. The things what that because they've been they keep touching back on things and keep progressing things and still expanding the world of and DC that's what more. I appreciate it's the writers so for. Crazy. That is how you write. Plan your shit. Like CW, take notes. Plan your shit. Yeah. yeah, and then um, I don't know about OG Teen Titans coming back, but the Titans TV series is also good. I'm a couple episodes behind on that oh. as well, but um, I've been enjoying that. Were you watching that the old school one? No, no, no the the Titans, the actual like live action series. Oh, you are. Well. Oh. Yeah, I'm watching that. I've been watching I, both of those with um. My I housemate. praise you for that. I, you know, appreciate you no, taking it. It's it's not an L. It's good. Is I don't. I don't, I don't know. Understand. I try. I try season one. I got to episode seven twice. I just can't get to it. I can't pass episode I seven. Can, I can. I can understand that, but like to me, it definitely does pick up. And I think season two and season three does. It makes it worth the um the journey. So um, you tell me to try again and push through and see how it go. I would say if you're if you're a fan of DC and, and comics like I know and the you characters, be, yeah, go ahead and go and, and get yourself through the first season because it's oh. very much a first season origin story build up kind of thing. You kind of need to get through it. And I think there's a lot of good payoff in season two. Um, and then right. it, it, again, like I said, it, it kind of transitions really well into season three and they, they continue with a very good pacing. Um, I'm sure they'll be good for another season um, at, at the very least. Um, but uh yeah those are those are at least the two shows that i'm definitely keeping up with and then of course anime wise i'm gonna keep spreading my 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 three gospels of uh spy family uh i haven't Hawashi. seen i haven't seen episode four yet but i heard episode four is great yeah uh, yep. i saw a clip on twitter when he smacked the table and that scene was beautiful it, I was like, it oh, was that looks good so it, it was so intense exactly the way i envisioned it when i read it the same level of intensity that i got from reading it they captured it in animation extremely well um and we was actually talking about this uh last night um i was in the clubhouse with um anime Lytical. shout out to those those team over there their team um but they were talking about like like animation styles like which one you would prefer to have but we were just kind of like we came to a consensus at one point that we're in arguably our prime with animation right now and it's oh, such a yeah. good aspect like because we started talking as like you know we talking about of course we talk about limited budget works old school madhouse studio mm -hmm. with studio trigger all of these different studios but then it's like wait you guys think see about like the quality of stuff that's coming out right now. We're about to talk about something that's really, really high quality animation. That's the main subject of this whole episode, which is the bubble anime movie that is um, on Netflix. Again, the yeah. quality is so good. I did not expect to see anime of this unique style and quality this high so soon after seeing things like Bell and, and the, other, the other good movies that we got last year. Um, and then, you know, we, we uh, like thinking back to like premiere, like it's not just like the anime TV series, like the movies are doing really good. We, we talked and we covered on um, JJK Zero a couple of episodes, some episodes back. So I think um, 
I think we're in a good space for animation. Again, shout out to those guys. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to all of our other cohorts, Sports Generation Podcast, and everybody else. Um, but yeah, I, I think we're in such a great space for animation right now. Um, I think we're even in a good space with um, the comic book world and other comics um, coming to light. Even, you know, think about like even, um, uh, what's this, uh, what was it on Amazon? Invincible. Like, you know, yeah, we're, we're getting a lot of diversity um, as well. And I think it bodes well, especially for us as, um, you know, POC and starting to see more POC representation on screen. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, we will see a lot better things to come forward and more diversity and it won't be diversity. It'll just be the actual inclusion that it should be. You know what I mean? Well, I would like us to get away from that idea of it being diversity, like diverse to what? <laughs> diverse to the, the sea of white people. Like, yeah, we need to get away from that. Yeah. Um, um, to add to that, it's just that, um, watch, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. Anime. Thank you. Um, it just shows that with anime being more the norm and becoming popular in which, you know, some people want to gatekeep, whatever, each to their own. But to see that anime is being more diverse, where this past weekend, this past weekend was my birthday and everything. So my friends came over and they asked me what I want to watch. When they came over, I was already watching an anime that I was uh, checking out from the spring, I think. It was from recommendation from Kenny and Sam. It was the greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. Yo, I've been having fun with that. Oh, that was that was James. James put us uh, on first, and I, right, and I right. jumped on the boat. All right. So sorry. <laughs> so so it was James and Sam. I am having a lot of fun with this anime, bro. So five episodes in the fifth episode. Great fight, mm-hmm. fight mm. animation. The quality was really good. It shocked me, like. This anime reminds me a lot of our boy, our boy Anos. Yeah, yeah Anos. Um, yep. What's his name of the anime? What's the name of the anime? Uh, the Misfit like, of Demon Academy. Nice. Thank you, Kenny. So, the Great Demon Lord as a reborn, as a type of Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. Too many isekais. But <laughs> you got it on the nose, on the dot. So, perfect. But with the greatest, with the Great Demon Lord, is reborn as if nobody it's funny how you watch the first three episodes and then and then you find out who his parents are and then his i love his type of narration of his own show he'd be like wait i was supposed to be born as nobody but my parents are not are not fucking nobody they are actually known people within the castle or within the kingdom as heroes so he's like this was not how it was supposed to go but i guess that's the case so it's just very funny comedy but also he's op but not in such a broken way but in a good way that makes sense where he can make other characters shine at the same time by helping them grow because he makes them also broken as well so that's what makes it entertaining the show and um in that time period of me watching that show i also was like you know what let me actually watch another sika it's good, entertaining, but feels like a downgrade because the show I was watching is called The Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest from the Winter Season. Um, I was watching the dub. The dub ain't bad. The dub is entertaining. It um very flowing through, but it feels like it's like the demon lord um who was born as as a typical nobody 
from this current season, I would give it like a solid seven right now or a solid 7.5 currently with those five episodes I watch. With the sixth episode I, saw, um, I watched with the strongest sage with the weakest crest, I get that as a solid six. It feels like it's the same aspect as in a sea cat who's broken character, MC and everything, but it feels like the story aspect, it feels like it's a very average but still entertaining. So, so it's it's a definitely a different pacing and a different path. Yes. Yeah, the um, and that's slow. that's that's what it is. I don't think the pacing is slow, but you're in the middle of it. So I get why you would say that. But I think what there is a constant setup progression throughout that series. Because personally, yes. I feel like it was a sleeper series of that season. But oh, it was? I, I oh, okay. think I think um I think it might be hard for you to appreciate it while watching this current season of isekais that are out um but i would say it's very different from um the skeleton knight and it's very different from um dating sim uh trapped in a yep. dating sim and it's very different. like all of these isekais are actually very starkly different compared to maybe like a year or two ago we had like three different isekai and they were like all relatively the same plot line it mm-hmm. was really weird but these okay. isekais are actually even though they have similar premises have very different um I like that they have very different pacings, very different takes on it. Um, uh, I, I'm I'm interested in seeing the way that um, it's it's funny to see. Um, even talking about um, strongest age, weakest crest, uh, with the weakest crest. Um, how pay attention to the color palettes of different hairstyles and personalities that are attributed to them. That's what I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do agree with the girl that has the yellow hair, the other girl that has the green hair, and the girl that has the red hair, which, yo, girl went from a dragon to a, to a human form, which was adorable. The reactions um, of people seeing how powerful he is and everything that, I do agree, like, they are very different from each other, but in a good way. But like I said, it's a slow pacing and everything. And it, I see the slow pacing because I could think myself of trying to watch this week to week. But since I binged five episodes straight, still entertaining mm-hmm. and still I see the slow pace aspect, but it's more of a progression, not the slow pace on purpose. It's more of a progression for him because he was reborn for a purpose to get the crest he wanted. But he sees the difference of the world. So I get the aspect is more of him trying to fix the wrongs because the demons and everything else without getting, you know, to, you know, into too spoilery in case people you know care about this aspect of the anime being very spoilery but overall it was entertaining mm-hmm. but one more thing i watched an anime that might shock people um not hunter hunter, hunter. <laughs> no wow. i should have not that. no no mm. no no ray and eight not hunter x hunter the okay. show i did watch for my birthday was not planned it was not planned it was unexpected trigon that's oh, okay. Brand. A rewatch. Brand. A rewatch. For, so, for your birthday, yes. too? That's on brand. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's on brand, but it was not planned, though. So, so when my when my friends came over to say, hey, you know, let's watch something. So I gave some suggestion there, and then, um, and then for some reason, he asked me, hey, by the way, I've been to ask why Vash. So I'm like, mm. I'm like, you know what? Let's put it on. So I watched five or four episodes of that of Trigon. And at first he was like, yo, I really fuck with the character. And then f- four episodes later, 
He like, yo, I really, really do fuck with the character. I can see why you love him. Like, yeah, that's like your love for the character right now is because of me watching 26 episodes later. It's because I've chosen a vast. So if you want to check it out, it's a Hulu. I told him and everything. And um, I'm not sure if he has watched it since then, but he really liked the character and everything. So it was, and honestly, watching the anime Trigon after, I, I think the last time I did a rewatch was probably six or eight years ago when it was, when it was, when it was back on Netflix, but it still, still sticks landing. Watching it, I think it's 480p or 720p. I really hope um, whoever owns the rights currently, can they please do a remaster version? Because I would like to see this in HD quality if that ever happens. Because Jesus Christ, it, it looks still looks good, still entertaining, still holds up. But I would like a remaster version. Like I would really love one. I feel like as good as it is, I don't know if a remastering um, would service them well. And I don't know if their current sales running justifies them putting money into a remastering of the series. All right, cool. If but that's I the would, case, I would, I would love, I would also love to I'll see put my retouch. own money. I would love to see a retouch of of that. Look, if if you got if you got money, I could tell you a lot of better other series to put money into. But that's that's your namesake, so I ain't gonna I ain't gonna disrespect you like that. All right, so <laughs> but on um, um, Netflix, if you're listening, can you please um fund new season of Hajime no Ifu? Thank you. That that's a good one. I know Ray. I know Ray will put a check mark for that too. He'll be like, "Yes, please." It's it's the best um sports anime. I know um, Ray. Ray I, I wrestle. I wrestle with saying that um because Haikyuu exists. Haikyuu. It, it's Haikyuu. definitely. It Haikyuu is the OG goat of greatness. It is the OG goat of greatness. I got I got Haikyuu posters, but I got Ipo, and then um I got Ipo, Haikyuu, and then um everybody saying Ace of Diamond is the goat, but I haven't watched Ace of Diamond. It's, um, it's, it's good. I I I don't I haven't watched it in a while, but I really enjoy reading it. Yeah. Um. I, I, but I also haven't dived into Mix either. So to be fair, Mix is also really good. Mix was really fucking good. So Mix is up there. I, I and then you know everybody loves Kuroku as well. Um. Say so y'all y'all play around, but a lot of y'all ain't watch Baby Steps, and it's a quality um sports anime. I haven't watched that one. I've watched. I haven't watched that one. Either. Run with Run with the Wind, Urameshi, Pedal, mm-hmm. Stars Align. Um, welcome. I don't know if you guys count this, but Welcome to the Ballroom. Um, I know it's not necessarily sports, but it's competitive. No, it's, it's, it's so, sports. It's sports. Um, sports adjacent. She was really good. Um, we got a whole ballet series right now. This is technically a sports anime from what I just searched right now. Um, Speed Racer. Speed Racer is it? Speed mm-hmm. Racer and Initial D are technically sports animes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, Speed Racer, I did watch. Um. Both the 1997 and the 03, but the 03 is made from the U.S., so it doesn't really f- count that. But I still count it since technically it was originated oh. from Japan. So I definitely count Speed Racer. Um. In that, and I don't care what people say, but that movie, the live action movie, still holds up and it's great. I don't care what people say. That movie is damn entertaining. It holds up. It's a solid eight out of ten. I'm I've actually it. never watched a live action movie. Oh, you should. It's not the best. Uh, it's is that the best? But it's good though. It's entertaining. I need to I rewatch it. It's not in my memory bank, but I remember enjoying it. So I do need to go find it and rewatch it. 
Some, um, but some of my current watches for the season, um, I'm watching Requiem of the Rose Queen. Mm. Um, shout has out. It, to- has it picked up? I heard it was like a little dip for a second. I, I'm <clears throat> not current, but I'm on like episode nine. Crystal told me that I better be caught up by the next time we record. So, <laughs> damn. So shout- so shout out girl to- bully you. She said, you better watch if I'm going to murder you. Because <laughs> we do my knock a mixer and she was like, she wants somebody to talk to her with. And I was okay. all like, all right, I'll watch it. So got Requiem Mother Rose Queen. I'm watching Skeleton Night. I'm watching uh, Trapped in the Dayton Sim. I'm watching Summertime Rendering, of course, which is sheesh. Summertime Rendering is fire. Um, hey, Disney. You got, you got, you got hey, Disney. that one. Yeah. Hey, Disney. <laughs> Hey, Disney, you got to catch our boy because he's not using his VPN. Unless you are, then, you know, go for it. But yeah, don't sell don't sell that man out. Uh, we support legal streamings of all uh <laughs> I, I am just watching it, uh, somehow. Someone is, uh, somehow, he says. Someone's, uh, like, telling the story visually for me. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, and then I'm watching Spy Family Tomodachi game like the rest of the world. Um, yeah. I, I gave Tomodachi game more of a chance than I gave Shield Hero, which I guess that speaks to how I feel about Shield Hero right now. Yeah, um, wow. But it's it's been this recent episode made up for the pacing of the last two episodes. Okay, cool. I appreciate you saying that because I watched the first two. I enjoyed the first episode. Solid eight, nine out of ten for the first episode. The second episode dipped to me like to a seven or six point five. I don't know. Like it looked like it was heading to a good direction, but the episode two, I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, I'm like, I was hesitant. Should I start episode three or should I go to something else? And then obviously, as you could tell, I went to somebody. You know, I went to something else because I didn't even bring that up. So it shows I didn't even care to talk. You know, to talk about it. But I like that you said something positive about episode five or six. That job. This past Tuesday, Bruh. so I'm glad that you no. said that. So, this epi- like you, it, you literally understand why those episodes had to be paced that, that way. way. Mm-hmm. Okay. They had to be paced that way. Um, like I- I'm glad I happened to watch it, and that's what happens. That's what I love about having those um Monday Tuesday series because a lot of times, like I- I'll watch Monday Tuesday stuff when I'm eating lunch, you know, during the course of the week. So I, I I kept up with Tomodachi just off of the strength of oh it's Tuesday or Monday or whatever and I'm I, I just want something to watch while I'm eating my food so but I'm glad I stuck around for it. Um, you don't read Kindle? Um, if I'm not reading it, yeah. Are you reading? You're not reading Tomodachi game? No, 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 no. I haven't I haven't picked it up yet. Um, Sam oh, said okay. it was good, but I was trying to get through the first season before I um picked up the manga. Because I, I knew that this episode was going to be the episode where people were like, oh. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm, but I'm only, like, chapter, like, 40 chapters in. I haven't, like, I'm not up to date, but I've read a lot of uh, chapters. So, I knew this episode was going to be an episode that was, like, yeah, this is going to be the one where people going to be drawn back in if they're still watching. Because I know a lot of people are like, I'm just going to binge it. But this was the episode. And then the next episode will be pretty pretty good as well for you guys anyway, only. Um, for yeah, me I, I, I plan <laughs> i plan like out of these type of out of these type of stories type of anime the only one that i really want to check out in the manga side it, it was darwin's game but that one looked interesting because the aspect of you um having a competition and then 
you kind of choose a party, but then it is kind of like D&D in real life. So like that aspect of you having your own house, but then you win the game, you get money, but then if you die, you actually die. So this aspect of Darwin's game got me really intriguing. And um, with Sam, I think at the time when him, me and him reacted, it was only had 80 chapters, but that's probably a year or two ago. So maybe it still um, has a lot more now. So who knows? I'm actually mm. curious about that. Um, another one, I'm not sure if you're watching it, but I'm going to start this week after I catch up on Requiem of the Rose King. Mm-hmm. Are you watching your boy Kong Ming on High Dive? No, I, I was just about to say, that sounds like one of the High Dive series. I don't I have, have High no, Dive. Um, I have no intention Rebel of left. supporting High Dive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, since since the day left um, Verve, I have, like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to add more streaming service to my belt when I have country owns run of Funimation, so it's all one belt, Verve and Earth, they have Amazon, they have Netflix, they have Hulu, so if you're trying to add more, I'm sorry, High Dive, you better go back to Verve then. If you want me to watch your content, go or back to Verve. Or you could go ahead and let yourself be bought by um HBO, thanks. Um, But no, that was one of the ones I was on the lookout for, however, so... um. I'm going to have to give it a look at some point. Super side note before we transition off to the next thing, though. But um, Pokemon uh, Master Journeys. I'm just going to slide that in there. I, I don't know if people are keeping up with this current series, but it's actually been a really quality series thus far. Um, I know a Is lot that of people the current their... season with yes, his the... new friend um, that's like dark skin and Go, right? Yes. Yes. Shout out to Go. Also voiced by um the awesome Zeno um oh, nice. but yeah uh we if i correct the first two seasons or the first two parts um is on netflix yeah. right yeah there are two parts there's pokemon journeys and then pokemon master journeys i think both of them have two seasons or it's two and one season but they're on netflix i will be um netflix that. is releasing slightly behind though um so you can so, yeah, catch up on netflix right and you can catch um, up currently on they have 27 episodes yep Yep, yep, yep. So I will check it out because I've been hearing good things from you. I think Tell on Tamla and a couple of people that I've seen have spoke very highly positive if, things. If you're about a Pokemon, if you're a Pokemon fan, it is one of the seasons to check out. Faster journey. I'm gonna All get right. into it because I, I want to like get back into Pokemon. I was even thinking about like taking the the whole journey all the way back from Indigo Plateau. Oh, like the games too? Oh, damn, that's a no, no, the the TV series because last well, as a kid, I watched up to Orange Islands, and then after the Orange Islands stuff, I kind of grew up, and then I just played the games. But I've always wanted to like dive back into it and rewatch all of the stuff that I've missed. And I think one day, one I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I'm going to eventually just dive into it and just watch all of it. Hey, if you ever want to do that, um, I'll do it with you. You know, watch each season or watch each arc. And oh, we could do a little how review. about you watch Hunter. Hunter Hunter? How about that, Bash? That's I'm in the good. works. That's in the works. You're, you're literally talking everything? about watching the same number of, matter of fact, more. I am 100% about confident way it's more, more episodes. Pokemon with all those 20 seasons probably has the same amount of episodes like One Piece. Maybe, perhaps. It might be. Because uh, Indigo Plateau was what sixty eight, off the top, mm-hmm. and then oh, I know um, they have twenty seasons, so they're, they're I know in the thousands. They are in yeah. the thousands. They gotta be. Yeah, definitely. But Steve, have 
anything more that you've been watching or reading or that you want to bring up? Uh, for reads, I am reading Naruto. Um, finally. Oh yes. I guess once again, I was I've been cheating the system. I have been, I've I've read, I've watched the tuning exam, I've watched the pain arc, and I've watched the war. So that is all I know for Naruto. So I'm reading it for the first time in entirety. Entirety. Um, I'm reading Undead Unluck because that is like my un, that's my shonen goat right now. That's my favorite series right now. That's week to week in Shonen Jump. Um, I am also, I just finished Sons of Anarchy. As far as like things that's not animated related, I finished Sons of Anarchy. I finished Undone on um, Amazon Prime, which is a really fucking good show. Um, Undone is fantastic. Um, what else have I watched? Uh, let's just stop there. Oh, I'm watching Moon Knight and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, those are the ones that I'm watching, and then as far as like the animes, those were the seasonal ones that I'm watching. So, yeah. um, and for the Naruto, I'm gonna start reading it after this Sunday. So once, so um, once next week starts, that's when I'm gonna do my read for Naruto. So I will be on that, but with you and catch up as fast as I can, or you know, of course it's not, you know, of course it's not competition, but I still wanna be at least where you are, so you know we can have conversation, discuss about it, so. That'd be pretty exciting. But we just beat up. We just put Zabaza in a box. So that's where I was. <laughs> that's where I am. <laughs> I did not um I not know how to move from that transition there. Uh, <laughs> with, with that being said, um, if you want to put something else in a box, like if you don't care about the seven daily sins um type of series, then you, you could put that away in lock and key. But for those that care about the news, we're going to discuss a couple of news that came out this past week that felt very important to discuss. So here's a couple of them. The Seven Daily Sins series, the um, anime, the sequel, if you did not know, it has a sequel. It's called The Four Nights Apocalypse, I believe. Uh, maybe I'm butchering the name wrong. So let me actually find the correct name. Um, but... Um, the other announcement is the Dragon Ball Super Superhero is coming to the West this summer worldwide. So if you care about the title or if you actually are excited for the movie, because you know a lot of people have been complaining for the CG animation. That's one. Um, two, the My Hero Academia anime is it is receiving two anime specials. One, the first episode has been announced that it will be a baseball. It'll be a baseball center um, story. Um, the other news is Made in Abyss, the Golden City Scorching the Sun season two premieres this summer for any of the Made in Abyss fans. And uh, for those that are fans of the webtoons, um, this webtoon series called Inspector season two was supposed to air in October this fall of 2022 for the fall season, but now it's premiering and has been pushed for the winter season of 2023 in january and um tomorrow for us in the u.s side tomorrow may 12th but for japan it's may 12th already so maybe in a couple of hours mob cycle 100 will be getting a big announcement some news so um what are you guys expecting or what, what do you guys like to hear and the and Plus, The Devil is a part-timer. Season 2 has been announced and will be coming out in July 2022. 
aka in two months for our big fans of this season um for this series because i know people have been waiting i think five six years um because i know james has was very excited for that um for that series yo yeah shout out to nick in the chat um that is correct um inspector season two was pushed back unfortunately to 2023 yeah. and that movie announcement for my hero academia will be this summer um, as far as the news is concerned, in a general sense, honestly, I am just, especially from other conversations that I've had this week, I think people are sleeping still. And I said this at the beginning of the year, people are sleeping still on how heavy this year is with good anime. Mm-hmm. The summer season is about to be good. The mm-hmm. fall season is about, this might be one of the most explosive fall seasons we've had in a while with a yep. mix of returning series as well as brand new series popping onto the scene. This is going to be a heavy end of the year as we close out the year with anime. Um, I'm, I'm actually curious to see which franchises try to push themselves into the later half of the winter to escape the, the firestorm that's going to be the fall season. Because I I'm, I'm, I promise you, some of them you're going to see delays and it's going to be very tactical. It's going to be so that they get out of that 2022 window and get into the 2023 fan base. But um, like I said, it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, we still have, you know, we 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 enjoy an Ayashi. We still got Blue Lock to come out. Um, there was the announcement of the new Gundam series. Um, also coming out in the summer with a female, the first female protagonist in a Gundam series and franchise. Mm-hmm. That is so huge. That is super super huge. Um, we've kind of seen Gundam, the Gundam franchise, tiptoe around the idea of having women as pilots here and there in different capacities. They do do a good job occasionally of, of, of having um, women characters, female characters. Um, so it'll be good to see how they handle this and what type of personality they attribute to this protagonist. That is quickly becoming um, one of the things I'm most excited for. Um, and then of course, you know, going into the fall again, Chainsaw Man, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks, but as far yeah. as everything that you said so far, um, those are all great things. I'm excited, but I, it's I'm so excited about everything. I just can't pick one thing to be excited about right now you know i'm still waiting for my 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 red film confirmation of when we're getting it in america <laughs> like there's so much so, stuff that this person is releasing in august in japan right e- yes yes we'll double check so for red film i believe it's supposed to um premiere in august in japan yes um, august 6th but they haven't said anything for the west side yet but I feel like we're coming to the time where the closer and closer window from release from Japan to US has been getting smaller because back then it used to be a year, then nine months, now six months because Dragon Ball, I think, I think Brawly. Slayer or Dragon Ball Super Brawly came out and then in the in Japan and then three months later or six months later mm-hmm. it came on the West. So it was yeah, time, about two, two to three months. Um, we got Brawley because it was like around Christmas time in Japan yeah. and it like was around February in um America. So yeah. yeah. So like we are getting closer and closer to the time span for the dub release for stuff getting much better faster, which hopefully just because it's getting faster, hopefully much easier for the production side and the releasing side. But it's exciting in a good way for things to get coming. So hopefully for the best of luck for for the release of Dragon Ball Super Superhero, which I still hate the name. Like, why do you have the title <laughs> of the series called Dragon Ball Super, 
but the title is called superhero like yo that's like a tongue twister sometimes like that's annoying that's how dragon ball superhero that's it dragon, yeah, thank dragon you. ball is a cash cow series and that title replicates the idea of the multitude of games and other series that they have going on the youtube series is still going strong heroes is still going strong and this is this is just going to be another nod to what that is so so honestly i made the joke on twitter a couple months ago but i said why don't why didn't you call it dragon ball dragon ball super square hero like you know square for the two you know for two super to have that little square on the two and that right there on top it, i don't i don't i don't think so <laughs> you know, like, nah, that was the one that's, you know, that's why nobody tweeted that shit, like that shit. You're like, nah, that's a dub. But, but I mean, do they use Square over there in Japan? Like, is that like a, a math? In math, or? I don't know. But in titles and series, um, I cannot really say or if it does or anything. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. No. Oh, one of the stuff that did stick out for me is that the the seven daily sins, yo, like that's not saying it's a household name, but literally whatever, whatever, whatever this series got their name on, like a manga, a movie, or something, it's been getting greenlit, and I feel like with the studio, they they've been putting more passion to it meaning with animation-wise and quality-wise, because I guess they heard I guess they heard the feedback from what happened in season three and four not being that great received because of the white blood, um, the poor animation, the memes about our boy Meliodas looking all bad because our boy was a demon form. And I'm like, how the fuck you look this horrible, but you're in the, like, you know, terrible, right? But mm. then now looking at the quality from what happened with the previous film and with the current series there's a sequel um it's called the seven daily sins four nights of the apocalypse for that being the case it looks like it has a good opportunity to succeed because right now i think it's at almost at 100 chapters um soon within the next couple months because right now it aired um in january 27 2021 so this is the first chapter aired a year ago and about four months ago so for it to already have an anime adaptation being announced that shows that this anime series overall has become a household name in a way and not sure if that's a good thing and bad thing for people that might not care or fell off like myself kenny and sam or for people that lost interest in the series at all but for fans that still care about it props to yeah because yeah are still eating and don't have to wait like people like james who are fan of the devil is a part-timer season two like nick said eight years people had to wait for season Earth. two classroom of the elite two as well season two like there's so oh, much stuff that people yeah. have thought that we was not getting back at this point that we're getting back again yeah this year is this year is crazy so and we just get more announcements for bleach but not any dates huh I think Bleach is doing that game, man. Like I said, no. I think they're trying to they're trying to pick the perfect time in so that they get the right episodes in before that, that break point. Exactly. So I feel like they're waiting for the right animation to be done. Wait for those twelve episodes, twenty four episodes to be clear, and also maybe Kubo wants to fix the storyline at the last 20, 30 chapters he had. 
Maybe he wants to fix it and work with the studio hand to hand. Be like, hey, I you know want to do this with Kenpachi instead because the manga I didn't like how this worked out. I want to fix it in the anime. So maybe perhaps that's the case, or it might just be a sequence of things because I think um, the way that things are structured, there's not necessarily a reason for you to go in that specific order. So it's possible, but Steve, how about you? What news stood out for you? What news did you care about? Anything that caught your interest or you're like, and for most of the news? Um, for me, it was uh, Devil is a Part-Timer um, season two. Um, I watched it um, probably about two years ago. So I was late to the okay. whack and whatever. It was on Netflix and I watched it and I was like, this is pretty funny. You know what I'm saying? And everything like that. So I don't feel the same eight year gap that everyone else did because it was a late find for me. It was, you know what I'm saying? So now I'm kind of just like, Oh, okay. This one's finally coming back, and it feels like that. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Mob Psycho um, is coming back this year, right? Well, they haven't said no announcement about season three or, or a movie, but from what I've heard from people that has read, I believe, I believe the light novel or the manga and stuff, um, or a bit of the web comic, they said that they have roughly a good ten episode count. So if they do. If they do announce season three, they could do a 10 episode or 11 episode count. So if, if they do good, you know, with what the fans that have seen that talks about it and reads the series and everything and knows about where, where it is going to end, a 10 episode count is possible. Or if you want to do 11 episodes, because that's also very normal with the one core, do 11 episode. And if you want, you could do the, you could do the, you could do the 11 episode as a filler, add a little story, you know, add a little, a little type of epilogue of what's the future to become. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could work very smoothly with it. Okay. Yeah, but those are, that's pretty much it for me. Um, I was thinking Mob Psycho, Made in Abyss as well. Uh, when you guys said that, I was like, okay, we're getting Made in Abyss pretty soon. I, I'm actually, I'm wondering how they're going to break our hearts uh, this season. Because heard man, I did hear this. See, um, sorry, not the season. I did hear this series is very sad. I haven't seen it yet. I do plan to, but I I have heard this series is very sad, but in a good way. Sad, like it gets you in the feels. It's a it's a it's a it's a way different ride than what you thought you were going into watching the first couple of episodes. First couple of episodes, you're thinking, oh, okay, this is gonna be. An interesting story, an interesting adventure is what I was pretty much thinking. I was like, this is going to be a nice adventure. Some kids, some, you know, pe- you know, things to like about the show. And then it got like dark and then it it got fucked up and it got sad. <laughs> yeah, I so, only just said that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it got it got really fucked up. So, yeah, but like, the show is it like. Watch- is it like the Promise Neverland type of fucker, like the first episode where you find said said person in a car, well, a white and everything? Of the Promise Neverland, it happened in the first episode. Yeah, it set it set a pretense so, for you. Yeah, well, Made in Abyss is more so like it's like they're going on an adventure, <laughs> and it just it it's not an adventure. It's, mm-hmm. it's fucked up. Look, <laughs> it's like, look, with a title like Made in the Biz, I don't know what y'all was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm not gonna lie. I really was like, oh, okay, it's gonna be interesting. 
Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to talk without giving too spoiler, but like it was That's like kids. I appreciate it. It was kids, and it was like these kids are going on an adventure. They just want to get away from you know. Uh, mm-hmm. get, they want to get yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, just, where the uh, parents at? Yo, in anime, you never find these parents at. Yeah, but like, so, oh, yeah, so you you you, got, you all have to remember again cultural things. You can technically live on your own at a certain age. That's well before I don't I don't remember ages, so I'm not gonna say the wrong thing. But much younger than in America, mm-hmm. um, the youths are allowed to live independently or have the ability to work and live independently um, in different parts of uh, Japan. Culturally, that's a normal thing. Yeah, I've heard of it or know about it, so makes sense. I do plan to watch Made of This in the future. I plan to knock that out one day, probably. I probably will watch this much faster than Hunter x Hunter. So who knows? You watch everything faster than Hunter x Hunter, bro. We we know, know that you will. I don't know if you just hate us and you enjoy doing this stuff. Yeah, I know, I know. Know. Hey, I <laughs> plan to, trust me. All jokes aside, I plan to, to watch, start watching it this summer. Like I said, I have things planned. Dude, I have things you, to do. You just make, make goals. Just 20 episodes. A month. And then, yeah, another, no, and then another 20 episodes. I plan Maybe to do things. Um, question because I've seen some people in the comments about the timeline. How do y'all feel about them adding more content to my hero to my hair academia with the series doing this type of content when it doesn't involve with the movie or vigilantes or the actual mainline series? How do y'all feel that they're putting more type of money into like a filler type of story, but doesn't actually push the story? Like, do you really care, or is this what's the point? When a series does good, it adds more opportunity to create more side stories like this. How do y'all feel about this real quick? It just, to me, it feels like, okay, this is a cash cow and let's just milk it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And since it's a seasonal, they're going the seasonal route, they're not going the same route that we're used to growing up, like where One Piece, Naruto, Bleach, Dragon Ball Z, they had fillers that they would throw in there because it was weekly and stuff like that. So this is their way of throwing in their fillers instead of uh, giving us filler episodes because it's seasonal. They're just giving us filler movies and things like that. So that's their way of doing that and milking it and still getting their money's worth and everything like that to me. So I think that there is a certain level of respect and inspiration from Oda. And I think there is this attempt to take a unique flair on the way that Oda executes things and it works for my hero when it works and it doesn't work when it doesn't work. And I think the movie aspect is one of those ways where it just doesn't happen to work, unfortunately. Are you talking about and, and Oda from saying, One Piece or are you talking about yes. Hori? No, 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 One Piece. We're talking about okay. One Piece. Um, so why would I why would I mix up the goat? That's crazy. Um I tried to make but, sure, sorry. But um what what I was saying is, um, what I was trying to get at is, again, this is not a discount. It's just, again, like I keep talking about, people keep trying different styles in the current era. To The people want to push the limits of where we are right now. And I think um, what My Hero Academia was doing well to a point and has not, in my personal opinion, been doing as well to this <coughs> stage is world building. Um, we got into this arc, they gave us a little taste of the expansion of it being the entire world, and then they didn't really have anything else to do with it. 
Um, I, I can't even say it specifically, uh, no spoiler, but I don't see what was the point of introducing the idea of heroes everywhere else and then to get to this critical juncture and not put more emphasis on that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, again, like I said, people try to do the world building stuff um, to the level that Oda does it. And I think sometimes the movie is also another way to kind of get at that expansive world. But I would have preferred just go ahead and I'm not going to tell you no lie outside of maybe the, the first movie. They could have just started putting money at Vigilante if that's what they wanted to do. I agree. That would have been cool. uh, that's how I feel like. That's why I asked about the question about Vigilante being involved as well. Because if you're going to do this type of content it's not do, and not do season six or season seven yet, and you want to take a break <clears> with the production and you know focus more on the movies, I'm like, all right, cool. Do content on Vigilantes. Make them more of a content where people could have their eyes open get the flavor of the side story of the other characters that we haven't met. You could use Eraserhead in the promos, in the art, in the posters, because he is in a series of vigilantes, and you get people to watch it, hype it up. Um, how do I feel? Because I see the comment, and like Kenny said, uh, for people that watch uh, the Mahir Academia movies and then gets mad about the season four and five being lackluster of animation or pacing or everything, at the end of the day, people need to remember the movies production and the animation for each season, they are two different people. I mean, two different staff. Yes. They the are, but the funding is also from the same pot because um, Yu-Gi-Oh! has different the same pot. issue. It's, it's, it is. So you have to be careful about this because all of the, the, the franchise's money is coming from a collective set of spaces. Even if they have a pot that's separate, their separate pot is then still pulling from the overall pot of what My Hero Academia is. And like I was about to say, Yu-Gi-Oh! has this problem as well. Um, move, years when Yu-Gi-Oh! releases animated movies, their seasons usually are either shorter or a little lackluster towards the ending of the series. So like, it's, it's just a thing that happens. There's only so much money that you have to go around, so you have to be strategic. I think this is the same reason that Dragon Ball Super is doing what it's doing. I think it's the same reason Attack on Titans did what they did at the beginning uh, of their franchise. Everyone's trying to figure out a way to get the most out of their series. And like I said, everybody, everybody's not going to get the bandwidth that Oda gets. Everyone isn't going to have the ability to expand the world the way that Oda gets to expand the world. Um, you know, we see to, we continue to see um, one shots, um, side stories for, for Demon Slayer and the Promised Neverland. Um, every, we just got to... Um, a side story for Haikyuu a few weeks ago. So there's still room for other things to be developed, but it's harder once your season has finished to then go back and get that bandwidth. So a lot of times, you know, I think people are just trying to get what they can get while the series is hot. Um, mm -hmm. And that's, that's what I think it is too, man. They're just getting the money, you know what I'm saying? And because eventually the show ends and then when it ends, it's like, okay, where do we, what do we do now? You know what I'm saying? So might as well get it while it's still hot instead of waiting. Like, let's say that the, sh the show ends and then they're like, okay, now we want to give you My Hero Vigilante. Well, if we already feel like season four and season five have been lackluster and you continue at that pace and you give us something bad, I'm not sticking around for My Hero Vigilante. I'll read it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they, However, they just... if, if My Hero Vigilante was coming out right now alongside because you could, I would not be upset if I got my hero every other year if in between each of those years was a vigilante season. Same. That would be fine. I agree with that. And like for those people that say like Nick and everything, 
there's no shit to what you're saying, but I'm just using this type of transition to add of how with my hero for people that have my hero as the top series a couple years ago and now it's not no more because it fell off to you. You need to remember that this is what Hori envisioned. Maybe it has changed over the years, but if you're not liking the whole type of direction, maybe it's not what you like or prefer. But then they this is what Hori felt like this was the direction. Maybe it was the influence from what the editor have said, or hey, you know, let's go this route. Like Kenny have said, there's a whole world of heroes. Um, the way he used it in this current arc or past arc could have been or used much better fundamentally. But then the day, this is what he did. And at um at the end day, for me, the story is still going strong. Did it get rocky a couple of parts back then? They all stories are not perfect. All stories are not always gonna be a 10 out of 10 in every single start or arc of every single series at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean that's just what it is. Like you said, everything is not gonna be 10 out of 10 the entire time. It's just not possible. Um, but that's all of the news with that being the case. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out. I don't know if you guys have a top three or top two moms. Do you want to give a quick shout out since this past weekend it was Mother's Day? So, um, Steve, did you have a list or if you want, you could think of a quick top three that you want to give a quick shout out? Because I do want to say uh, with this past week, it being Mother's Day. So, like I said, it was my birthday as well. So I was checking out uh, what is there to watch, right, um, on Verve. And control, you know that Verve slash control had the audacity to say mothers you should watch or mothers you should look out for, right? Do you know who? Do you know what animes they had there to recommend about mothers? Uh, Ash Ketchum's mom. No, they had the Promised Neverland. Promised Neverland. How did I know you was gonna say something real ignorant like that? Yo, ah, I was boy. yo when I saw that on the list, I was like, you did were like control Verve who? In the department said, you know, for the mothers we should put here, we should put the promised Neverland. There. No, I'm you like, know what? You know what? I'm Maybe like, if they had animated that series the way that they were supposed to, we would have been able to have a better appreciation for that to actually that they may have actually been able to say something to that, but no, you ruined it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so that... I was laughing so much when I literally saw that being there. I was like, um, Control Verve, what are you doing? Like, you literally give a false advertisement in here of your own website, your own platform, saying that this is a mother you guys should look out for. So I was like, I'm like, I really have to bring this up in the show. But also, I'm like, oh, cool. Bring this up in the show as a comedy, but also give some mom's shadow from anime. So I'm like, this is a good one to use. Mm. Um, Steve, what do you want to give you? Anime moms. Uh, First mom, for sure, is... um. If you guys seen Erased, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't remember her name, mm-hmm. but she's the mom from Erased. She, her son was in a coma for 11 years or something like that. And she like massaged his legs and everything so he could keep feeling oh, for wow. 11 years mm-hmm. while he was in the coma. Like she would come in there and do it every day. And then when he came back, he was still able to, to like have feeling in his leg. He wasn't paralyzed. And I thought that 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 shows like she's like goat tier mom. Um, so that's my number one for sure. Um, Sachiko, Sachiko. 
Sachiko. Okay. Yeah. That's that's number one for sure. Um, number two. Uh I have I'm on the spot now, but I've done this before. That's why I was already prepared I'm, for my double. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and um a little off the wall pick. I'm gonna go ahead and throw in um Bulma. I think for for what that world is, um, and even if whether you want to go the GT route or the super route, I think the way GT, that Bulma, GT. the way that Bulma has to represent um being a, a mom and, and kind of you know you married to one of the strongest men in the world, conceivably, you know, and what the the, the that entails and still preserving their individuality still racing at home um you go into super and you know we can we can argue that the, that the dragon ball that that earth in super only exists because of boma <laughs> you can make a very very strong argument for that um, way better mom than chi <clears throat> yeah chi chi but it, the, the thing unfortunately with chi chi is that chi chi had a rough upbringing too so chi chi didn't have some foundation to to go off of to begin with she just she wanted a family Fair enough. I'm going to say this now. Uh, for next month on Father's Day, I hope for Crunchy Overt, they better have the number one father there. And it's Hunter x Hunter. They better have right there. And I will watch Hunter x Hunter that day for best dad of the no, year. Right why, why would they, why would they do that? <laughs> when you why got would, Shao why, Tucker, Shao right Tucker. There. Yeah, exactly. What, Shao right what, there. what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. You know, he's a great father too. As soon as but, I hear Father's uh, Day in anime, it's the first father I think of. <laughs> uh, they did they did have a good mom as well. Um in the lineup, Mob Psycho 100. They did um for those that don't know, she's a great mother because she supports her two sons. Um that goes yeah. to school and everything. It's very simple, Inside. straightforward. Inside. Uh they did have fruit basket too there. Um I haven't seen the anime, but um, that, so that's I think that's the rough part is I think a lot of the really good moms in anime are not alive. Yeah. Or they're in slice of life most of the time. Yeah. But that's well, that's pretty like some of like the best moms. Like, so like I'll give you an example. I think given actually the ability to be alive, um, oh no, not I forgot her name. Kay, Naruto's mom. Somebody assist me. Um Nakurama. Damn, that's his um his buddy. Um it's over K, right? Yeah, I just can't. Yeah. I don't know why it's not coming to me. Yeah, the redhead, right? Yes, um, I'm, I feel really bad. You know about what, this. guys? We're alive Ku- in this Kushi- Kushida. It's Kushina, correct? I just searched yeah. up Kushina. Huh. It's Kushina Uzumaki. There we go. I know I was going to get it eventually. I still feel bad. But Kushina, I think Kushina was uh, would have been an awesome mom. And for the instances where we were showcased that interaction um, in Shippuden, I think she would have been top tier mom. Um, I think the movie, uh, there's an Naruto movie that it was inside the Infinite, um, Infinite yeah, Disclosure, and yeah. and our boy Naruto had a different name. I forgot what it was, but he lived the life um, with his mom mm-hmm. and his dad, and she looked like great. Um, even though she did kind of bully him sometimes with the punching. No, but... I, I think I think just even just we don't even have to use the movie just off of the interaction inside of oh, yeah, that too. um you know when the seals was getting released and all that stuff. I think just that interaction shows the level of care and the level she was very stern with him. Like she had strong guidance and she had a like a real loving demeanor. I I would want Kushina to be my mom is what I'm getting at. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, um, I'll go. I, I haven't. I can't remember her name either. But you guys seen Wolf Children? I haven't I seen it. Sam has tried to. Um, uh, Sam has tried to put me on, but haven't yet. The mom on Wolf Children is really, really great too. Um, but once again, passed away. <laughs> so, so yeah. Emotional um, damage. <laughs> like she doesn't make it the whole way. Um, but yeah. I was gonna say, um, how about our boy um, from a Tekken Titan? You know, Eric's mom did a great job. Wouldn't know. No. Wouldn't know. Um, who? Uh, my hero's mom. I she, that's like I'll, I'll say that because she she um, she is alive and she's supportive. Um, she was supportive, she supportive even though he didn't have powers and she was no like, no no come on no she she's part of the reason that his spirit was initially broken and we're never gonna I don't want us to sidestep around that. There was <laughs> there was there was moments of failure there. I'm not oh, saying yeah, that she's not a good mom, but there was moments of failure there as as a parent. Um, I think it was very well represented and I think it was intentional. So I don't want to take away from that as well. Um, the other moms that we've seen are also very much so damaged outside of like uh, Bakugo's mom, but Bakugo's mom is unnecessarily aggressive. And I don't mean that to say that, you know, that women cannot showcase that way, but I feel like it was kind of just a play on Bakugo's personality. I kind got of thing. I know exactly who's a great mom. Nami's mom, One Piece. Yeah, that's how you feel? She could have easily said, I have one daughter and paid the thing, paid the, the fee for Arlong. And, you know, like, you know, pretty much just been done. She was like, no, I got two daughters. So this fee is for them, not for me. And Arlong was like, all right, bet. Let me just go on and ask you out. So I was just like, the fact that she rolled for them to a for point of like just in case they come back and they're like you know what i'm saying you didn't have the money for two i'm gonna take one of these kids or something like that she really put her life on the line or you know what i'm saying for her both both her kids and i, I mm-hmm. that. so nami's mom I, I don't know her name either i'm sucking at these i don't even right. remember a name being st- it probably was but that was that's early on way too so far long back. <laughs> so long ago but i was just like okay that's another one that i'll say that she was pretty much fire yeah, there's um, not a lot of moms um that's very out there unless slice of life or anything like that. But I'm checking out all the animals I've watched and I'm and I, and I went through them and I look at them and like there's no type of mom person that's really out there. Um I will say uh no. Naze isn't a mother but serves a slightly motherly role, Gundam Iron Blood Orphans when okay. they get onto the ship and they're kind of the, the both of them they the 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 they kind of take on a a parent type role to the kids kind of sort of um and i think that's that's as close as i'm gonna get with anybody else <laughs> also technically anyways <laughs> yeah it's kind of fine so but this is our mother shout out section for anybody that's a mother out there um happy mother's day hopefully you guys enjoy hopefully you had a good time flowers chocolate everything you got treated well but don't forget at the end of the day mother's day father should be every day and treated specialty um because you are a loved one and you are parents but let's get to our main topic of the show and is 
Bubble, the anime uh, movie that it was released on Netflix um, last week. It was released on April 28, 2022, and, is, and it is directed by Tetsuro Araki, and it is um, adaptation from a manga. So it's pretty interesting. Um, film is an hour and 40 minutes. And um, this is going to be non, the non-spoiler section. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, it was a pleasant surprise for me. I, I really, I knew which studio was going to do it. So I was like, okay, the animation is going to be beautiful. Um, so we already knew that that was going to happen. Um, but as far as like the story, I was like, all right, so what are we going to get out of this story? Because some of these show movies that they've been putting on Netflix have just been hmm, okay. But they haven't really just been great to me. And for me, this was a pleasant surprise. I thought it was really, really good. Um, the story kind of gave me a Little Mermaid type feel a little bit. And I, you know what I'm saying? As far as like the actual storyline of trying to get to the surface, things like that. And I, I, I love the parkour aspect, the theme of it. I really loved that. I, I thought that that was something different that I hadn't seen in anime before. And I, I love that parkour theme. I give props to anybody that does parkour because what happened, I feel like I have done parkour, but like the minimum of going to build into building to already connected to it. But what they did in that film, bro, like you have no fear of death. But knowing what they would have gone through in that film makes sense. Why no fear of death, taking the risk and everything. Beautiful lesson. Like Steve said, the animation, but with studio, um, this animation of smoothness reminds me a lot of with studio of what they did with the um um the ADM gear in Attack on Titan with the quickness going through the air and and the whole camera movement following them is just beautifully done. Um I do say um when I before I watched the film last week or this past weekend when I first started I I heard the I guess the flaws or people's opinion saying that the story was the weakest. Once I once I did finish the film, I saw the story purpose, and I'm like, it, it wasn't that weak. It was literally self-contained people, and, and was people straightforward. People are getting numb. People are getting spoiled with anime. Yes, that like, was people. a beautiful, deep, and thought-out story. Mm-hmm. Yes, from thank start you. Start to finish, it was good. The only criticism I have of the story is and are we fair to go into the spoiler territory here um if you're done with a non-spoiler then let's go to the yeah, spoiler you guys section said, you guys said what i had to say about the movie is beautiful all right so for um, those that have not seen bubbles the anime movie we suggest to go check out on netflix i highly suggest it and if you have seen it stick through if not come back and watch our time on the bottom is down below for the review section go for um boy kenny yeah, so to to because I feel like you can't really get into the ins and outs of um the the this the what's good and what's what works with the series without kind of talking about specifics of it. So I think I think that there was a decision made in regards to the formation of bubble to human. And I think that it would have been good to give us a little more hints of that before there was suddenly a whole human on 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 the screen that's my only criticism of the story that everything else made sense to me it flowed for me the compellingness the the transition and the depth of emotion going from 
hey, I, this isn't, it's not that you destroyed the world, it's that I was trying to protect you, and now you're trying to protect me, and everything that went into that, you know, you saw the elder man, and he, I don't remember names, but, you know, he was trying so hard to protect these kids from themselves, and really, he was just afraid, and you see him show up in the final act in such a major way, clearing the path for them and inspiring them, handing the torch off to the next generation, if you will. I think the story was great. I would watch it again in a heartbeat. Like it was a really good movie to watch. It wasn't too long. It wasn't too short. I got exactly what I needed from it. Um, you know, I, as far as like, um, you know, you're talking about the the movement and stuff. It's 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 it very reminiscent of things like Air Gear, things like Skate to the Infinity. Um, yes, with the camera angles and the sharp movements and the following and the air and the flow. If anybody, again, this is why I like sports animes in general. If you've played a sport, you really do understand that connection of the extension of your body to your environment. Oh, beautiful. I feel like if you've played any sport, that's something that you kind of have some sense of. Even if it's even if it's golf or ping pong, there's there's this point when you play any sport where you understand that you are connected beyond your body to whatever the vice of the sport is. And I think that's what you saw. You saw that more so than anyone you got this character and he was the one that was super in tune with his body and how his body played with the music and the flow of the world you know that the world the world has its own song and tune to it and he was in tune with the world to that level um and then to kind of call that back and be like well this is actually connected to him again we talked about uh, ranking of kins we're talking about again playing with different um medical conditions that people have i want to be sensitive with my words here but playing around with the idea of the fact that everyone isn't living this life that's that's perfect, but it doesn't make them any less um, capable of being talented and skilled. Um, and, and it doesn't just have to be a bookworm type of thing, because I feel like that's the, the thing. It's like, oh, well, they're this, but at least they're really, really smart. It's like, no, you can still be athletic. You can still be talented in so many different ways. Um, and then I think they did a good job as well of the emotional progression of the characters throughout. You do get to see, you know, you introduce this character, you know he's not fully emotionless, but he is seeming very distant and reserved. And then you see that kind of blossom into uh, a more broad aspect of, of what this is. And then you see, you know, his best friend almost, he's like, well, yeah, if you're gonna acknowledge me, I'm gonna go out in the storm with you too. And he actually turned and asked him. He was like, yeah, no, I, I need you. Like, I'm not, this is not, I'm so serious. Let me show you how serious about this. I'm gonna tell you, I need you. I love mm-hmm. that scene very much because um, he was shocked that he he's taking the leader of the team, but knowing that the MVP, the star of the team is asking for you for help. Like, hey, can you come with me? That's when you know, oh, this is serious. But also right. that he's counting on you. He he needs your experience. He needs your help overall. And yeah. that is like he's you, always been watching you. He knows you're that guy. He he knows that he's the guy, but he also knows that you're that guy. He he knows that you're the captain. And that respect that's that's given backwards, you know, to to the fact that he's the captain. And um, but to add to what you've been saying, like I really, this movie reminded me a lot about Skate to Finney because when I was watching um, in the beginning, like the first 10, 20 minutes, when he was doing the parkour, when Boy would literally drop all the way down from the top and literally just went so good doing the flips, going in with a leg movement and then going from like, going from 100 feet up, going, dropping down 20 feet. And I'm like, yo, your legs must be hurting your knees, joints. Man, you are young. 
good luck to when you future because those knee joints, those knees, I like I thought that pain, but it shows the skillfulness, it shows the the it shows the agility, how smooth that he's just going around and jumping, but it shows how quick he's how quick he's ready for it. But also it shows the camera angles all around of how he's going from rock to the bell but to the building and to what you said um and to what you said Kenny it reminded me a lot of myself when I play handball and soccer you're playing with a ball in soccer handball but you're you are not connected to the ball or handball like a baseball bat for example right with a baseball bat you're holding it so when you once you hit the ball you feel the ball of the tension. You feel the pressures. But the same thing with soccer. Even though the ball's not attached to you, once you kick it, you know with the wind. You have a connection with it. Like for anybody that has played soccer handball in the aspect could understand this type of with this type of example. Because mm-hmm. I play handball, and when I and when I throw the ball, I know where the ball's going. I feel the pressure because I'm guiding it. I feel my whole body tension there. So seeing that the way uh, with the way the main character, what's his name? It's not Shin, his mentor. Hibiki, the way he was going around and the way everyone, even the opponent team, even the people um, you know, cheering them on, they also could feel the same excitement and the same love for the sport. It's because they know the risk. They know the pain. They know that this is just more of a glory. This don't have any perks. This is just that who wins the block? Who 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 can call victory? Who can say I'm champion in this type of bubble for it? And pun intended. Yeah. Um, like just and I, I love the parkour aspect because it 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 set the it set the tone. It was like they start the movie off and they have the parkour race and everything like that. And it's just like broom for the rest of the movie. It shows like boom. That's why they're able to run through these and do all the tricks and everything like that. So I, I really, really love that uh, parkour tone. It was just very interesting for me. Well, I would say as well um, to what to what Kenny said. I wish we get the flashback of uh, not the full flashback that we saw in the end of the film, but at least it's at least it's at least it's more snippet of the bubble of Utah trying to save our boy Hibiki, at least in the beginning, at least a 20-second snippet of showing that type of interaction of the bubble and with Hibiki so it could much easier be smooth and connect with the story and for the audience to understand much easier of what was occurring because probably that was what I a lot of people thought the story was very inconsistent or whatever it may be the reason. But for me, it felt very smooth. Even without that flashback in the beginning, it was very, right in front of you. Like you understood the story. You understood what was going on from the beginning. You understood where it was going, in what direction. So at the end of the day, I didn't really mind it because I understood where it was heading or, 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 or technically where it was coming from because he's a kid that had headphones. Like Kenny said, I love it that it showed or with anime now or with most of the mediums. It's just like Moon Knight. 
I love how most of these type of mediums are showing are showing these type of medical conditions, but are, are not shying are not shying away from it. They're showing it up front in a movie, and also him telling you to that I've never felt more alive until I'm next to you because you you made me who I am today. Or I think he said something. Or I think he said something between the lines that meeting you has made me realize who I want to be or something like that. So that is a line that's very beautiful because I can relate to that where I met my partner less than six years ago and I've been with her in two months. We're about to make four years. I've never felt more myself being with her, knowing anime lately, knowing and being production. So you just have to meet the right people and become who you are or who are you or who you're meant to be. And that's what's very beautiful about this film because it just shows that it's never too late to kind of become who you need to be. And that's what I kind of try to grab or understood from the film. Yeah, I just, I, I love the fact that, like you said, there's there's, there's so many different um, mediums that are touching on different things like this. Um, yeah, DID with uh, Moon Knight, you have, you said you, you feel schizophrenic um, for, the, for this uh, particular movie. In Undone, they literally are, uh, schizophrenic, it's a Amazon Prime show. They use that to time travel. They're schizophrenic or whatever. And, and just like seeing that they're just touching on these different mental aspects and things like that. And it's just it just shows that there are stories to be made that are original stories and you can make them if you're not afraid to uh, not, you know, go to those different waters and go to those different limits. Um, I also... I, I love the, the the bubble theory or whatever, how like the bubble is like kind of killing flu. Um, they're basically trying to survive from the, the bubble aspect and the water rising and things like that. So I thought that that was um, actually a different type of storyline as well, because at first I thought that this was just they're doing parkour just to have fun and they go back to their daily lives and live. But finding out that they are in like an underwater type of world and everything like that i thought that that was really cool too and i feel bad for tokyo bro in most in most type of japan storylines tokyo's always underground water hurricane destroying i'm like damn it's like your tokyo's just going through its shit in all these other mediums but Mm -hmm. with the joke aside um to add to what you said steve about the whole i don't know why if it's just me guys but tell me what you think the vortex aspect from the scientist doctor of her explaining of how the whole world is a vortex that we're part of the vortex if you think about it because because of the milky way we're all part of the vortex and then and then she was telling and then she was and then she was telling hibiki how in four period three billion years the the, the milky way is going to crash to another um, big black hole, you know, type of Milky Way, and we're gonna start over with a big bang. And I'm like, damn, it's crazy when you really think about it, like that. Like we're all part of a cycle. Like we're all part of the rinse and repeat of the circle of life. You know, like the same the Lion King. So, but it's just I like the aspect of the way the scientists try to explain of the whole vortex, and then I love how they just kept bringing it back with the shell. Uh, what the design 
of the spider webs that they call the vortex tool. It's just so pretty fascinating of how clearly they explain the aspect of this whole type of phenomenon. Like it's very beautiful mm. and sad in a very sadistic way when you think about the vortex and us in the whole cosmos aspect. But it's very dope though. Yeah, um, it, it's one of those things where natural disasters are bound to happen and they're playing on it. Um, we had we had like this uh, Don't Look Up that came out and then you had Japan Sinks and all these other different things and these like Ooh, natural oh disasters. Lord, Japan Sinks. <laughs> I still haven't seen that one yet, but I plan to. Mm. Yeah. That was rough. That was good. That was rough. Prepare yourself um, before you watch that. But it's just like it's just one of those things and you get the whole feels of all the natural disasters happening and mm-hmm. so that's what you get with this i i would like to know the ethos in in some other things because even other even in other cultures japan is regarded as a gate area like there's a there's these different countries i don't know who yeah. determined them these different countries that are usually gate points of whatever other alter worlds and as such um, and Japan, Tokyo specifically, is always one of those places. I don't know if it's just like a, you know, known world popularity thing that they choose these places. But it is it is fairly consistent. Um, like you said, it's just always poor Tokyo. Always. Um, and Vasquez, yeah. um, how did you feel uh, about the whole vortex aspect, you know, the Big Bang, um, you know, with, with the whole science aspect within the film? How did you feel about that? What, what do you mean? Can you elaborate? Can you elaborate or restate? Uh, my question is: How did you feel with the film trying to explain with with the whole bubble type of phenomenon um, being with the with with the whole vortex, the dark matter? Um, you know, with the whole trying to explain that we're all part of the Big Bang. How did you feel about them trying to you know, like like put some logic into it? Yeah, I think it's I think it's fun to to have series that stimulate both your creativity and your intellectual side. I did feel like the scientist girl was a little cringe as far as a character, but I feel like that was intentional. But no, it's it's cool. It's cool to see that um that connection because it is a natural disaster, right? So there there has to be some type of like other world understanding. And they've been living inside of the bubble, like they said. You know, the bubble was like seen as a taboo place at first in the lore and then the kids of the basically the homeless kids was like well i ain't got nothing else to lose and they just started going in there to live and do their thing um even though that they knew the risk of the different spots and zones that basically existed i would have liked them to to possibly even if it was just explanation in words after the fact get into why those spots were appearing otherwise was it just were they always just trying to get that other one straight bubble like why were those spots popping up? Why was there so much extra, um, you know, gravitational pull and stuff? The, 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 the engineer and scientist in me is a little bit curious about some more of that stuff. But I think, again, with the time that they handled, um, that they had to handle everything that they chose to, to keep the, the movie at, I think they did a really good job of giving us a lot of information. Yeah, and, um, yeah I was about to say, especially with the time given. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna add to how um her her co-star um Shin um who was the guy that was kind of that was kind of protecting the kids who was um who had the broken leg. My dude was an an athletic beast. My dude literally came into the tower, literally sprinted 
through all that. And I'm like, damn, you was like the champion or something. Like, makes sense why he was well known and these kids were excited to see him on the field. Because that, oh my God, you're here. Oh my God, you're joining us. And I'm like, damn, boy, you are Speedy Gonzalez out here. But it shows because he's skillful. It shows why he has a pass because of why he's not trying to do parkour no more because of his ankle or leg that, uh, you know, part of his leg that was, you know, gone, taken out. But it shows from his skills for that reason. But the animation of the last, of the last third act, it showed how well and clearly Bo was just jumping around and for the skills of his technology of him just without, without the Airstream's um, shoes um, the kids had, he was just sprinting it out there, so that's pretty dope. Yeah, I um overall, I just really enjoyed this movie and um, just the aspect of trying to just adjust to that, um, and then wanting to just get away to the surface, and it it, it really gave me that. That's why I said it gave me that little May rate feel where how like Ariel was like just trying to get to the surface and mm-hmm. just trying to be free and break free and everything like that. So that's that's where. I, I really came with it with that. So I I I fucking thought this movie was really done well. I I wish I would have refreshed myself right before we watched this because I watched it like the release on Thursday when yeah. it came out. So like I'm not as fresh on it, but I still thought this movie was really good. Well, it's pretty interesting that for those that have not seen Bell, um, I highly suggest to watch it. Is Bell is on it's on Amazon Prime. So for those that want to watch, I think it's like Prime probably five, ten. Yeah. Um, it's on Prime now. You can rent it or buy, I think it's like five, ten dollars. If you buy it's probably 24 or something or less. But for those that have not seen Bell, the only small type of spoiler I think I will say is that it's based on the story about the beauty and the beast. And when I saw this film, when they discussed the when they discussed the whole little mermaid. Um, book and when she said that the end of the on um, the end of the story girl turns into foam and I was like mm-hmm. what like that that's not how the little mermaid story ends that's but, the real story but that was pretty interesting for me because I'm just used to the whole folklore from Disney the whole Snow White um um uh, Beauty and the Beast, like all the folklore from Disney movies that I've seen for the past 25 years that I've seen them, but watching, I'm sorry, reading um, the Red Hood, uh, I think it's Red Hood that was on Shonen Jump, I think, I I believe it's Red Hood, Mm -hmm. Uh, when they explained their version of folklore, that's when I had to do my research that every country, every, um, every type of culture has their own version of their folklore of Snow White, Beauty and the Beast, and everything. So when they brought up the whole type of Little Mermaid, that's when it made me realize, like, oh, so this is their version, their type of folklore of what the Little Mermaid is about. And that's when it made me more intrigued about the film and seeing their type of retrospect of what it is. And then watching that line saying that girl turns to foam, and then at the end of the film, she met her prince. She met her sisters that wanted her back within the bubble. And then she turned to foam like, oh, foreshadowness within the story beat 
of the plot, but also is based on the actual story of the Lamermi. Like, ah, that made a lot of sense. And it's cute, but also it's very on the nose in a good way. Yeah, um, a lot of those folklore stories are darker than what you, I mean, what, a lot of those stories are a lot darker than what you, you know. Um, than what Disney tells us? Yeah. Oh, what, definitely. Yeah, like Cinderella, those people, the, like the stepsisters and stuff, they were cutting off their toes and stuff to try to get into that glass slipper because they wanted to marry the mm-hmm. prince and all sorts of stuff like that. You got. I uh, did not know that. What? Wow. Oh, yeah. Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh, like, Jack and his Beanstalk is a horrible story. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, he was, story. the giant was obviously eating kids, but he, uh, Jack, like, gets a paper, uh, like a sack. And he puts it under his shirt and he fills it with food. And he's like, yeah. And he cuts the sack and then the food falls out. So the giant's stupid and he cuts his stomach and kills himself. So it's like, there's like all sorts that of shit like. darker than, uh, than I know. Shit, damn, that does sound dark. Like a lot of the stories are like way darker. Like, um, they actually got. That, what was that show that was on ABC actually? Once upon a time. Um, once upon a time, they did Actually. a slightly decent er job of like kind of tapping into some of the other darker parts of the different uh, stories. Peter Pan, yeah, the Peter Pan story, because mm-hmm. Peter Pan is actually the bad guy. He stealing... is indeed the villain. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's still in. He's still in kids' shadows. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like it, it's 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 a lot of dark lot darker stories. To these uh things that, that you moment when like. you realize Captain Hook is actually the hero trying to save kids. <laughs> yeah. He's he's kidnapping the kids from their houses and then he's ripping their shadows from them and basically killing them. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely uh yeah, there, there's a lot of no lie. I found out later after years, I think when I was 15 or 14, I found out what was the true story about Peter Pan and Captain Hook. I'm like, oh my God, Disney is really making it much sweet for kids. But when you find out the actual folklore of them, it's more dark than it is. I'm like, damn. Wow. Okay, Disney, I see what you're doing. Alison Griffith killed that lady to get out that house. <laughs> so it just shows that with this film of Bobo, it really made me realize like there's all different types of story in folklore and it's very different from what you know, all that dictation, et cetera. So it just shows and it gave me that acknowledgement to remind myself that there's this type of very different storytelling within every single country or the culture. And that being the case with the whole type of Little Mermaid, it was very well dope. Um, the I wouldn't call it love chemistry, but it was more of caring for one another with 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 Hibiki in Utah, it was just very well done that he was looking for her the whole time and she was looking for her prince and the prince was the same person that he was looking for. So it just worked out at the end and it was just very beautiful. So um, what would y'all like overall like ranking for it? Where would y'all put it? Hmm. I'll give it a solid 7.5 out of 10. A good solid 7.5 out of 10. It's not perfect, of course, but it was entertaining. The animation, the smoothness, the parkour. Again, I give props for those parkour people 
because you literally are going against your life and you literally could die. Like there's a whole pink or black vortex on the water ground where it literally sucks up and eats whatever's there and probably, you know, goes out who knows where in the cosmos. So just to see that going on, like parkour people, I give you the praise because I've seen people that have like a whole GoPro here and do some crazy parkour like on YouTube or TikTok on Twitter. And you'd be like, that's a his thing. Like, I would <laughs> love to do, I would love to do skydiving, but would I do it? Maybe not. But in my head, I'd love to do it. So stuff like that, like, uh, what's the other one that is um the Bounding jump, um, I think it's bungee jump, right? Bungee jump, bungee jump, bungee jump. Yes, bungee jump. I would do that since it seems more secure or maybe safe. A skydiving, I don't know, I don't know. So, I give praise for people to do parkour because you'd be surprised. A... You'd be surprised at those statistics, but <laughs> I, I, watched, I watched one episode of The Fresh Prince, and that was it for me. <laughs> <When> <laughs> He's trying to propose to her and he tried to bungee jump in the cord rips or something. And that's mm-hmm. like, nope, I'll, I'm good on that too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, um, I'm not into extreme sports, but like I, with, with parkour, it's just always like, how do you even practice that? Like you have to, I'm pretty sure somebody messed up every time you do it. So how do you even practice that and get to that? <laughs> it's a lot of bruise and pain, Steve, because um, you just continue doing what you can and continue doing what you improve it. But if you can't, you can't. So they practice. They, I, I know some people. They practice. They, there's park areas, and they they test the limits of their jumps. And yeah, there's, that's there's also there's also just like um, it's so it's a certain level of of weight shifting and understanding how your weight shifts. So like even like skate parks and different stuff like that. But they they have they do a lot of movement stuff. So um, yeah, that's I mean people like. So, to- I was just gonna ask, um, like Steve said, like, what's your guys' overall thoughts or um score as well? Because my score, like I said, it's a solid seven or seven point five out of ten. It sits there solid. Would I rewatch it, um, in the future by myself? No. Would I rewatch it if it's my friends or if this is, if this is a film I recommend to somebody else? Yes, it's beautiful animation. It's a straightforward, simple story that tells you on the surface level. And has a beautiful message, and I, and I see what was the point of the story and why was it made. It's because it tells that to live your life free, go out running, and go find your true love in the water. I I would I think it's a good movie. Um, I would I would happily recommend this to somebody that's new to anime. Um, I I would I would like I said earlier I would rewatch this. I'd rewatch it this weekend. Um. I think it's I think it's good. I think uh objectively speaking, I'd give it a solid eight out of ten. Um subjectively speaking, I would also probably be in the realm uh I mixed that up, but uh, objectively, more critically speaking, rather, I'd probably give it in the realm of a 7.5. Um, but just from like how I felt about it, and like I said, I think there is some replay value to it. I think it is this is one of those movies that you you can you can put somebody who's like Oh, we, why do you watch that anime stuff? Why do I watch that anime stuff? I got a movie for you. Come, let's check this out. And, and it might not be their favorite movie or anything, but I feel like it's one of those good segues into understanding how um, animated movies do have their own realm and the ability to express a wide depth of emotion and cover a lot of information yep. at the same time. So 
Um, like I said, uh, for me, maybe a little more subjective and in my feelings, I'd probably give it an eight, but being a little more critical, it's, it's a solid 7.5 for me. I was going to say an eight um, as well for me. I, I just, I really loved, I thought of how beautiful it was. Um, the fact that we are getting a lot of the um, scenery and everything at this, with the water and everything like that. That set it up over the top for me as far as like yeah. how great it was. Cause yeah, the animation alone, man. <laughs> if you if you just did animation, music, and characters, if those are the only premise of that of the entire like of my rating, mm-hmm. it might be a nine. Yeah. It's it's really good. It's a really good series. Mm-hmm. I, 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 or movie rather. And I just I would love to if this was a series, like if it was a short like you know what I'm saying, eight episode series or something like that. I would love mm-hmm. to get a little bit more of the lore and everything that was going on with everything. But um, Wit did the damn thing as far as like animation and how beautiful this really was. Um, I enjoyed the parkour elements. Um, that's something that I hadn't seen in anime before. I'm sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure there's more animated out there because I haven't seen everything. But for me, this was something fresh that I had never seen before. And that's really something that i really enjoyed as well huh so in the analyst this is classified as a romance sci-fi and supernatural no mm-hmm. type of sport type of recommended i'm pretty I mean, shocked it wasn't it wasn't the premise of the story mm-hmm. so like i yeah. i get it you gotta think when you think about sports anime like the sport is the premise of the story like even like i said i would consider air gear to be a sport series um because the premise there is around you know the skating so but i think um i think sports was more like a feature (laughs) of Mm -hmm. the movie versus there was this you know this world event that was going on that's the actual premise of the movie yeah Um, and then you get the romance aspect as well um as the story develops etc etc yeah so it's not like necessarily it's not centered around the sport of the parkour event that they were doing which was really they did it the at the beginning and then we actually didn't get it at yeah, all again until the end yeah. yeah so it was more so just like the reason why i appreciated them showing us that at the beginning though was because if you don't show us that they're like in parkour races and stuff like that then it's just like dang everybody in this dang world can just run around doing crazy parkour tricks so i do appreciate them doing yeah. that, that parkour event in the beginning i appreciate that a lot yeah. Uh, from my understanding, is this like the first parkour anime? Because I haven't seen or heard of other parkour animes out there before, other than the bubble. Yeah, I can't. I can't speak to that specifically. I wouldn't. I wouldn't strongly or confidently want to say yes or no. Um, but if you would like to say, probably main mainstream series of of sorts, probably so. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also it's just body movement. Like I mean, like again, we have like the we have um dance dance this year right now as far as the spring release. Um, there's been other like dance and like movement esque um series. Um, I think it's just a a lot of it is body control and flow. So I think uh it's kind of hard to say. Parkour um animated has a lot of relations to like fighting and fluid motion and stuff like that. So. Like I said, it's it's hard. It's it's kind of hard to say. Um, I I would I would like to lean on the side of no, but I couldn't say that with one hundred percent confidence. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, 
I would I would like to see more. Mm-hmm. If, um, what I do you guys to... like to see? What do you guys like to see? Such a sequel because currently the manga is still releasing right now. How many chapters is it so far? Or... Um, if you give me two seconds, I'll let you know. Is Prince Stride really a parkour anime? I've never seen Prince Stride. I didn't finish it, but I don't, I don't know. I didn't feel like, I mean, maybe I'm just remembering it correctly. So, yeah, if it's still going on, though, and if they did a movie for the for this one, then they do they come out with a movie again and, like, you know what I'm saying, 20 to 25 issues, or do they let it build up and they be like, all right, so first you watch the movie and then the series will pick up after. So that's what I'm wondering, uh, how many issues, I mean, how many chapters have they released? Yeah, I guess, I guess Stride is a, is a main, it's, and it is mainstream technically, um, parkour series. I didn't get too deep into it, so that's why I can't remember. What exactly the premise exactly there? Yeah, was. same. It doesn't really give me how many chapters because I can't find the actual correct name of the of the series overall. So I can't. Find I would. It. I would say what not to not to drag on combo too much longer to answer the question. Oh, yeah, of course. I would love to just get more movies. Um, if, if there's enough cool. bandwidth and content for that, I don't. I I mean, it would be if there's enough for just like a little mini series. Maybe you do. Um, I don't know how the world goes, but it would be cool to see like how things are in different other parts of the world. It'd be cool to see if, if there are other worlds, how those worlds overlap with each other, different elements, how those elements interact with each other. I, I, I could see a lot of potential for a lot of different directions to get creative um, with the series. So uh, I, 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 um, yeah, I I think I think movies though. I think I would have to say I would I would be good for maybe like another year or two to get another movie that continues this, and right. and keep with, for sure for sure keep with studio. Yeah, uh, with likes their small projects. I feel like from their type of lesson of what they did with Attack on Titan, I feel like they want to stay away from big name projects. Just want to be self contained for what they plan to do in the future because. I feel like that was a lot of pressure, trying to, you know, time constraint and everything. And there are a small studio, so it really depends. And I agree. I would like to see a sequel or some type of more continuation for this for this type of bubble series in the future. Um, that is the overall review for bubble um, in the spoiler aspect. And wait, the- wait, I'm sorry. I just read this article's title. I want to read it real quick. What's up? It Talk says- to me disappointing bubble brings boredom to anime parkour what and who wrote this it is, this is the doctor Street. Well, I'm, not, I'm not giving i'm not giving i'm not giving the entity any more credit than the title that i just read but um if people that um but have this is not... the doctor strange is the doctor strange thing all over again like we did at the beginning people people's weird expectations of exactly how they feel things should go just enjoy the movie. I don't. I don't see what you wanted. The most extreme parkour. It's a fantasy like story. Like it again. Parkour wasn't even. I in my opinion, I don't think it was the main point of the plot that I was watching. So no. Oh. And plus, those side like the only thing I would say the side characters that came out of nowhere is those people that had the technology and just spoke up the hand. 
That was the only that came out of the blue. And I'm like, wait, what? Where you come from? But then it was they was there to help out at the end for the shoes. So oh. there was they was useful for that purpose, but it made sense at the end of the day for the purpose of being here in this in this scene because they came they came full circle at the end. So Oh, well, if you're bored of parkour, then you have not done or watch or know friends that don't skateboard and that, that, that have done any type of bicycle tricks because those people exist. This is what they feel connected to the ground, you know, connected with another type of way with the world, with a bike, a skateboard, going from building to building, from jumping to here and there. So if that's how you connect with the world, then go for it. So at the end of the day, so... If you like what you like, if you like Bubble and it's your top 10 film of the world, is um is your top 10 film all time, then go for it. We do not knock. We are, we support. We appreciate that being the case. So, Steve, Kenny, any last thoughts for the movie Bubble? And anything, anything we forgot to say, anything we forgot to mention that you want to bring up before we head out? No, I'm good. No, all right, so... All right, so for that being the case, guys, this is the end of the segment of the bubble spoiler review of the thoughts that we missed. So if we miss anything that you want to discuss or bring up, comment down below, hit us in the DM, hit us in the Twitter site that if we forgot to mention something about the director, about, about the cinematography and any type of way, the animation, the, the color palette, by the way, the color palette is goddamn beautiful. I love how they was really focusing on the blue and the red throughout the mm -hmm. film. There was the only red that you saw throughout the film it was on the jackets on the opposing team and the red on the bubble. That was the only red you saw. So it showed. Yeah, that, that was intentional that the opposing team had the red. There was, there was that. And then the other team had the black. They, they definitely was very um strategic with the color plating and the color palette. So. Yeah. So that was very beautiful. So I really want to give the shout out for that. So it showed that people put that effort and showed that that detail for that reason. So. Great show for episode 127. Can't wait for the next week on episode 128. We will see what we could discuss or bring up. Uh, for that being the case, Steve Scuba, the 1428. What is that people can find you? Because other than that Friday show, the, the C4 villains, where can the good people find you and your brand and yourself and the many places that you will be on? Here's the list, guys. I am Scoop Steve one four two eight on all social media. You can follow me at on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow me also at the Blur Mind Pod on Twitter. I think it's the Blur Mind Pod as well on Instagram. There's a link tree. The link tree. There's nine of us that are a part of Inside the Mind of a Blur. They have Twitches. They have Twitters. They have YouTube pages. They have all sorts of different things that they're working on. Um, <clears throat> Uh, follow us at uh, Mayanaka Mixer. Mayanaka Mixer is the anime portion of Inside the Mind of a Blurred, and well, I, a subsidiary um, where we partnered with uh, Mayanaka Mixer. And we do all our anime talk over there. We do comics among us on Inside the Mind of a Blurred with May Alpha. And we also do Scholar Scoop of Steve on YouTube, which is me and my daughter, and then so forth and so forth. There's a lot of stuff that I'm doing. Great content. Go support. It's <laughs> too much. Um, but yeah. And Kenny, where can the beautiful find you and your beautiful type of endeavors? Oh man, you know, it's your boy Kenny, the jack of all trades. <laughs> uh, you can uh, follow me links down below. Um, if you hit me on Twitter or Instagram, I've uh, finally put together that link tree so you can get to me from um, 
my link tree from either of those pots. Uh, but make sure you follow me, follow the Conqueror movement. Uh, we got some more events coming out, going back with some events in August. Um, you know, you can always catch me hanging around anime lately. You know, you know where to find us on now Wednesdays and as well as Sunday. And um, yeah. You probably won't see me this Sunday, however, because I'll be flying back home to the Virgin Islands. And oh, he'll be having a safe trip and having a good time because that's going to be a nice vacation. So, to Kenny, so uh, you will see the team this Sunday. Myself, most likely, and two other people. And I'll see who else could be joining or will be on the show for the Sunday. We give, we'll, we'll be giving you an update. But where you can find myself, Ray, Abe, Spicy, James, and anybody else that I missed on the show, on the team, you can find it down below on the, oh, Sam, that's why, in case I didn't mention Sam, down below in the links of where you can find on the link trees, the channels, the Twitch, the Twitter, the Patreon, the websites, everything is down below where you can see and where you can find the team. And appreciate you guys for joining on episode 127. We are in the future Wednesdays from now on at 9 p.m. EST coming here on forward and more structure show and everything else your feedback matters and appreciate shout out to nick shout out shout out to Kiri gaia and shout out to uh the person in the beginning taiji if i pronounced it correctly yeah, shout out to my bro taiji shout out to everyone that joined and lurk thank you very much for being on the show and joining us on the discussion on the bubble movie review on netflix go check it out see you guys the next one take care and have a good day